Hey, 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 Bria V. Smith here, and welcome to another episode of the Enrichment Talks podcast. And today I'm joined with the lovely Shakitra J. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl. Girl, listen, today is, it's an amazing day. I'm not going to complain. I was about to, but I stopped myself. You see how I did that? Amen. (laughs) How are you feeling today, girl? Girl, I'm feeling good. I am feeling good. I woke up today and God has blessed me with another day and that's all I can ask for. I know that's right. <laughs> also, Paul, stop fresh off the press. Congratulations on your new job. We don't, of course, don't want to get into detail, you know, because we don't want people to be asking you for money, but just know she's making more money, but don't you ask her for any money, but congratulations on your new position. I'm super excited for you and I can't wait for you to maybe share or not share just how it's going with us. So congratulations. Thank you so much. It's exciting. It's in a whole new industry. So I'm excited about it. See what Let me hold a dollar. I, I can give you a dollar. I got you, girl. I can give you a dollar, but you know you you in Florida, so we got a Western Union at dollar, and I don't think it's gonna be worth that. Right, you're right. I'm with you when you're right. I'm with you when you're right. So today we're gonna be talking about. Even we're laughing, but this is kind of like it's a serious topic. So we're gonna be talking about why letting go of hurt or pain is important. Um, so that's today's topic. And so I don't know, Sakidra. I think I'm going to like let you start this off. Um, yes. technically this topic was your idea <laughs> on the record but off the record this was Shakira's idea but it's okay you know but yeah. oh yeah so. <laughs> it was it was yeah on record off the record my idea I get that to you <laughs> Um, I guess uh, I'll give a little history about myself, something that a lot of people don't know. Um, I was sexually abused. Um, And so that abuse actually kind of shaped my life and who I have become. And um, for years, it literally um, was bad on my health. I didn't go down the path of like getting into drugs or doing anything like that. But I became a workaholic because I felt that I didn't want to think about it. So I might as well just go to work. And when I got out of work or I, or I was in school. And so when I got out of work, it'll go to school, get out of school, study, and I'm going to bed because I'm too tired to have to really think about anything. And so that's kind of how my life has been. And of course you build up walls and my walls wasn't walls of drywall it was bricks that needed to get bowls <laughs> wow. blew down. And so, um, I had a breaking point um, that happened when I was 25 and um, that was the help of a friend and um, really that breaking point helped me to realize like I had just been man I was just not functioning I don't know how I had made it like being hyper alert and hyper vigilant was just like the norm for me and do I still struggle with it today I do but it's not as bad and then I didn't want to do therapy (laughs) because you know there's that stigma yeah exactly it's that stigma or you're told God to help you through it and whatnot well yes God can help me through it but God also has put people in place to help as well and so yeah going through the healing process thank God to Miss Jennifer Middleton and the good Lord above and my therapist because (laughs) she's great (laughs) I am whole I advocate for going to see a therapist if you can't go twice a month go once a month um I started off going 
four times a month, once every week. And then it kind of went to, I had, I needed to go twice a week because we was getting into some things and I'm like, mm-hmm, right. you hit the spot. <laughs> I want you to hit. And then, um, through that, I learned like my coping mechanisms, my coping skills were not okay. And so I got to break down those walls and go through healing with God. And it has done, I've seen a lot in my life that has tremendously changed and especially with how I think and how I view things. And really now I see like, once I let that go, like God has been able to work and move things in my life to shift me to where he's trying to get me to. And Mm -hmm. so, um, that has been great. I never thought that I would see the light at the end of the tunnel, Wow! (laughs) but I see it. And so, yeah, it's exciting. It is so exciting, truly letting go of hurt. Forgiveness is really a big thing. And for me, I didn't want to forgive my abuser. I I didn't want to do it. I just wanted that person to to hurt just as bad as I heard in the beginning. And then I realized that forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is for me. And so when I chose to forgive and I really let God work in me through this, I really started to see, I had to look back at where that individual had came from because I knew that individual personally, where that person had came from and the life that they they had a hard life. (laughs) And what had happened to them was was not their fault but at the same time that person knew right from wrong and not to do it to someone else Mm. and it kind it it helped me to be able to really give that individual some sympathy but also know that he was not right and my anger was it was okay but my anger had become to a point where it was starting to detriment my own health it wasn't hurting that person it was hurting me and so being able to forgive and let go I I didn't I don't wish any harm on that person I never wished wanted any harm to come to that person at all um right. and that it's kind of hard for some people to understand I wish that person the best and I really hope that my forgiveness and letting go has allowed for the door to open up for God to come in and do whatever he needed to do with that person mm-hmm. and so I I hope that person is successful and really is doing good in life and working through whatever they need to work through yeah but it's it's hard it it it's hard I have to choose every day to wake up and forgive (laughs) I have to choose every day to not wallow in it I I have to choose and if I don't choose there's days where I can get go down the rabbit hole there's days where if it gets dark I have no shame in a minute I get to get my anxiety go up and I get to looking all the way around like okay like it's like I if I feel somebody in the back of me it's like oh my I become like okay it's fight or flight mode for me instantly and I've learned mechanisms coping skills to really help like when I get into that space to kind of help break me down to really be able to look at my room like is it really dangerous there's nothing like they're walking to their car they're not trying to attack me and whatnot I mean it came to points with walking in my house um I am OCD there's a diagnosis that I have been given and so that comes from my trauma and I have nights where I wake up and I have to check my windows and my doors constantly um there's nights where I don't and my coping mechanism that worked for me and my therapist was to put a sticky note on your balcony door and on your window that when you wake up and you have to go and do it you see that okay 
I did make sure that that was locked at such and wow. such time. Let me go back to too. sleep. Wow. Yeah. And so has it now, it has gotten better. I'm not like, I don't do it as often as I did before, but it was bad. I didn't want to have my lights off. Like it was like, I would go to sleep, but I couldn't sleep because I'm too busy trying to make sure ain't nobody coming through my doors or my windows. Wow. So, but yeah, but that's why letting go and letting God come into those places um, is really so important because he helps with being able to live a healthy whole life right right you know what and I just want to pause really quickly and I want to thank you for being so transparent and sharing this if you guys are listening if you've never listened to the enrichment talks podcast welcome this is a very serious episode some of our episodes are a lot lighter but thank you for listening but we never, we, we talk, we have topics, but we never go into real discussion. So a lot of times the reactions that you, the listener are hearing, this is everyone's reaction. Cause this is like the first time that we're really diving in deep to a topic, just to throw that out there. So I can really appreciate like your transparency and sharing like something that's so intimate with me, as well as those that are going to listen to this episode. Cause it's that that's powerful. I mean, I can think about similar to like obsessive thoughts because of things that are related to trauma. And like you mentioned, like, man, you have to extend forgiveness. But a lot of times before you even get to forgiveness, it's extending grace to someone that in a lot of instances, you really think about like, they don't deserve it. Like they, they don't deserve it. But then, I mean, we're believers if you don't know that. So Shakisha and I are Christians. So it's like, we understand God extends us grace that we didn't earn, we can't earn. And so, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. Now, does that mean that it feels good sometimes to extend grace and forgiveness to somebody? No, we're looking at each other like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it does not. It is so hard. And then it brings up the topic too. Like for me, it, this, this whole thing I'll be, um, I'm going to give you a little more um, insight is I almost committed suicide. And so, um, I'm having to really deal with this, but God is so good and so loving. And so um, when I tried to drive off that highway (laughs) over that path, it wasn't happening. And um, I remember telling um, Jennifer that she's a friend of mine. She's helping me go through helping and whatnot. Um, But I remember telling her like, it was, it was hard. Like I just wanted to end it all. I didn't want to think about it no more. I just felt that I wasn't, um, I wasn't deserving to be on earth. I was nasty. No one is going to want these damaged goods because of what happened to me. Um, And all of those things. And it just bottled up. And it was just like the easiest way out of it is to kill myself. And, um, but I'm grateful for some, for the loving friends and family um, that has been around and um, has been um, so supportive of it um, because it has been a long, it has been a long journey. (laughs) It, it, it really has, but um, I was going to church, but I had this abuse really was separating me a lot from God because I, I, was I wow. me and God you had know, some issues I was if topic. you was a God you wouldn't why would you let it happen to me because it shouldn't have never happened if you was wow. a God and you love me how you say you love me wow. um but then after sitting down and really just being in the Lord's presence with this 
the fact is we have free will. Right. And this is not something that God wanted to happen, but we have free will. But this is what happens when sin entered the world. And so, um, yeah, it kind of that and Jennifer helping me understand that because it took a while for me to understand it because you know I'm like yeah okay Jennifer (laughs) or what (laughs) oh well (laughs) but um really once I really got that understanding and really set with God on that it it girl it alleviated so much that's how the forgiveness was starting to come into place because I was able to start to understand that God did not want it, but God was still there protecting me. Like, man, I did not go over that rail <laughs> and die. <laughs> and I was close. Like that was God being in the midst of that pain with me. And when I was able to see that, it just was like, oh, wow. Like he does love me. He right. loves you. He loves all of us. And unfortunately the cares of this world can get to us you know and I think it's one of those things that uh I was talking to someone actually yesterday about this but it was like there are sometimes people that are just like us that are believers or you know whatever their religion may be and sometimes you don't have things that in my opinion test your faith as equally as something like um trauma you know some type of trauma or even death death is something I feel like really tests your faith when you have to lose a loved one when you're on a spiritual walker you know if you're a Christian when you're trying to to live right and and love God and so when those things happen to you or if something has happened to you you, which is a completely different podcast but I just want to touch on this like where you feel almost like you you have this the, the faith of a mustard seed you feel the faith but that trauma and that pain almost makes you feel so disconnected like you as the person going through the experience but even though you feel disconnected the beauty of God is like man he's still there with you regardless even mm-hmm. though you like uh hold on now like like you said hey now you you got all this might and power so I thought you cared why you let this happen to me um I always like to think about like those type of situations of really like, they're like a supercharge to your faith. Like mm-hmm. when you really get the understanding. So if, you know, you and I have, unfortunately are a part of a club that nobody wants to be a part of, part of, which is, you know, some type of sexual assault and or abuse, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a club nobody wants to be a part of, but a lot of us are a part of it. Also part of the club of someone that battled mental health issues. For mm-hmm. me, it was depression and like you, you know, I've had suicidal thoughts and, and, and different things of that nature. And so I say that to say that if someone's listening to us and it's like, oh, you know, you are having thoughts or you've had thoughts, you one, just hold on because though, like you said, suicide may seem like the answer to take away pain. It doesn't actually take away pain. It just transfers it. Mm-hmm. So whoever loves you or cares for you, whether it's a family friend or your actual family, even your coworkers or people that may just be connected to you because you've done that. Now that pain that you are trying to eliminate has been transferred to them. So that's one. And then two, like God didn't make certain things happen and he doesn't, but like you said, Shakira, it's free will. But when you really, really just sit and meditate with God, like that, the worst thing that has happened to you, God gets the glory from it because like now you're sharing your testimony. So like, thank you so so much like I appreciate it like you know I I really do because I understand it's hard 
it's hard being vulnerable and sharing stuff and people judge you. And like you said, like you do feel when you've experienced something that was outside of your control and someone else has taken almost like your, your power from you, even if it's just for a moment, that one moment or that time period, it lasts and it lingers. Mm-hmm. And so to like reclaim it, it takes work. It takes lots of work. I'm, I'm for therapy too. And I've gone through therapy and I'm like one of those people that, Hey, you can pray and go to therapy. They actually go hand Amen. in hand. I highly recommend. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Like, they, they actually go hand in hand. And so like it's work. If you, if you were listening and it's like, man, at this point in life, especially with all that's going on in the world, I think like 2020 is the year that everybody probably should really look into having someone on call that they can talk to because it's been a hard year, you know, mm-hmm. it's been hard. And Girl, so- and just like you, you're trapped in your house. You can't <laughs> do nothing like we are house arrest. Or do, like, it's just this virus is taking over and a lot of mental health issues is starting to go have a spike. It's increasing um, right. because you're not being able to do the things that you could do to, kind of help but I felt like this for me it helped me to to really dive deeper with with God and I mean there's even in this quarantine there's some things that God has been showing me that a girl that is still lingering with this abuse and um that I still am that I need to work on like relationships girl I'd be shut down like you trying to come like it's like it's an automatic like shutdown um and but I, that trauma does that to you. So like yeah. that, that's real deal. Like I feel like for me, I've got that those traumas of abuse, but then also abandonment. And so mm-hmm. that's really you be like, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, excuse you. You know, yeah. so like, I think that's a lot of people probably are like us, like, man, some of those things that you thought you were over or that you thought you overcame, man, like the light is flashing in that darkness, <laughs> like <laughs> like nah, it's still issues here that you need to work through. It is. And it's exciting. Like for me, I, it may sound weird for some people to hear this, but it's exciting for me because I'm becoming whole. Right. That's something to be excited about. <laughs> like I was not whole for a really long time. And it's nice to see that I'm becoming whole. And it's nice to see through this journey who Shakidra Joseph really is. Um, because Shakidra Joseph, before going through this process, was Shakidra Joseph that you saw and what I saw you was the remnants of me trying to protect myself from being abused again. Um, You really didn't get to see who she really is as a person. And so now that I'm learning who I am as a person, but who I am in Christ, um, they're completely night and day. They're someone that is different. And in in, in a sense too, it like kind of sucks because who you grew up as and um when you were younger and you're trying to really learn your identity because that was taken from me you could be deemed as a problem child or um mean or just these different stereotypes that come on you I get that that um you encompass and then you think that that is who you are because you didn't I didn't have the chance to really figure out who who I was at a young age Mm -hmm. because it was essentially I was brought into adulthood early and so um that is something where it's just like wow and then you just wonder like I struggle with the fact that people wouldn't 
oh, I'm different or you're, you're brand new type of words is that's what I'm struggling with now in this season because some people can't let go of who you were in the past. Ooh, that's a word. Who you are now. And so that's so that's hard for a lot of people. They'll continue. Well, I remember when you was this and that. Yeah, but that wasn't really me. (laughs) You got to hurt me of someone that I had to create. I had to create a persona of someone that I wasn't because I didn't know who I was. Mm, That's good. And it's like when you go back to try to help the people, they can never see past it because they only see what they saw from where you came from. And you Mm. see that in the Bible with Jesus among his own people. And so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just a hard thing, but I'm happy. I'm going through it. I'm, I'm going through it. It just made me to a better person. I can advocate. Um, um, I do, I do have fears in the future. One of the fears is when I start to have kids, um, you get to like, I'm like, God, you know, I don't want to be one of those overbearing parents. Where I, I mean, like, it's I'm a looking. real deal being a person <laughs> that has like you experience, you know, sexual abuse as a child and then being a mom. Honestly, it is something that was one of my biggest fears. Like my kid mm-hmm. didn't early life didn't go anywhere. It's just like she's 13. She just in the last couple of years start going <laughs> places. And but I don't think that it's a sense that I've, you know, I've robbed her of a childhood. I think that just being very aware and mm-hmm. just talking to her, I feel like, you know, she hasn't gone to someone's house, but she was going to school. And it's common knowledge and, and just facts and statistics show that abuse happens in close proximity when you know someone most abusers are not strangers to children because that's why people don't speak about it or talk about it because the child is comfortable in the sense that they know that person so Mm -hmm. I mean teaching your children or your your child to be vocal and what's okay and not okay that's the best tool and resource that you can give them and then being comfortable unfortunately I wasn't comfortable enough to speak out about what was happening to me. Um, it was a babysitter's children. And so I still had to keep going to that place. And I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable enough because I didn't want to make it seem like I had did something bad to say, Hey, when I'm going over here, X, Y, and Z is happening to me. Mm. And so, but my daughter tell she tell me anything. So I don't even want to know. I'm like, please, you can keep that to yourself. <laughs> But it's just one of those things that that's just the relationship that I cultivated. Again, taking my my trauma and my pain and learning from it, right? Like like mm-hmm. you say, trying to be whole for myself so that I'm not, like you said, okay, you tell my daughter, you can't go outside. Oh, don't talk to that person because I'm fearful. I don't want her to live in fear, but I do yeah. want her to be aware. And I think, you know, I think I've done a good job. I, I feel like she, you know, like I said, is comfortable enough talking. So I think it's a real fear, like, like not making light of that, but I think you'll be okay because you you're doing the work now. So basically, mm-hmm. like you say, become whole and a whole you is the best. you. Okay. Amen, but, girl. Yes. You. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's, it, it's a, it's been a rough ride, but, um, Hey, I'm just happy to see where God is going to take me. Like, I mean, look, I'm happy to, I'm glad ride, God has been shifting. He's been like, yeah, I got it to one spot. Hello. Let's move to the next baby. We, we finna right. go. Cause I got, you, you gotta do something for me, but you can't do it when you're 
stuck here. Right. So um, pieces of yourself, like he needs you, like you yeah, said, whole to, whole. to be able to handle things that may be attacked to the enemy or distractions. Mm-hmm. If, if they able to pick up the little pieces and run off with you, you know, but like you're focusing whole and when you hold, you know, what's the, what, what are the kids be saying now? Like they be like, uh, oh, it might, <laughs> you look, it might look like, but it's heavy. Like, yes. Yeah, like when you are whole, you really heavy. It's hard to shake or move you when you like mm-hmm. really together. And that's like you were saying, that's something to be excited about being the best, authentic, healthy version of yourself. Like, yes, yes I'm for that. Yes, it is. It's an exciting, it's an exciting ride. Um, and I'm just sitting here looking and seeing what else God <laughs> has planned because he's been moving in and shaking in my life. <laughs> Listen, this podcast, the whole idea, like, and I, I know we haven't even done an episode of like how we all came together, right? But right. even in a pandemic, you get what I'm saying? Like God still was able to move because if people don't notice or not, Sakidra and I, before the Enrichment Talks podcast, were strangers. We didn't know each mm-hmm. other. No. So, <laughs> but it's like now we're like, it's like a sisterhood like that's been formed so organically in the middle of like where people were having a social distance. Like, I feel like we're going to be friends for life. Like, because- Amen, girl, you can't get rid of me now. Ever, <laughs> ever. You suck, okay? Like, so, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's so much to be happy about, even though the world, it seems crazy. It's like a dark cloud over, over the world because of the pandemic, mm. but it's, it's what you allow God to do during this storm and during this time that, you know, really, really matters. I feel like, like you said, being whole, still trying to just live every day to its fullest, um, is, is the best thing to do. The best mm-hmm. thing to do. And it all starts, essentially, it all starts with you. Like mindset. We did an episode on mindset. That is so true. Check it out. (laughs) It starts with you, like to the individuals that have been abused. And even if you haven't been abused, like um, in order to see change, you have to be willing to make that step. And a lot of people will say, but I've been praying to God and this and that, but have you actually stepped forward to start moving to, so God can move? Like God cannot, you could pray all day, but if you're just going to sit on that couch and not do anything for God to move, you're just going to be sitting there. He can't do anything unless you are going to get up and walk. And so, um, I would tell you like, get up and walk, go see that therapist. It may be hard. And who cares if someone see you walking in that office? Wow. Girl, you going over there to get some mental health counseling? Yes, I am. Sure I is. sure am. And I hope you is. go see one too, because it's a great thing. I'm, and you don't have to sit. Sometimes a session may not be used to talk about, oh, you know, it's just been a rough week. And da, 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 da. <laughs> Look, my therapist, there be, we be scheduled for an hour talk and I be in there for 10 minutes sometimes for an appointment because sometimes that's not what I need. I go in there and I'm like, I'm just so irritated. People getting on my nerves, da, 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 trying to take me out of cancer, blah, 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 blah. And she know when I come in like that, she just got to sit. She said, okay, Shakidra. All right, girl. And then when I get done, you good? Yep, I see you next week. Right. <laughs> and that's the session. Um, but that's the relationship that me and 
her have developed. Like, I'm not going to always need to. You just need someone that you can vent to in a safe environment that Mm -hmm. you know that's not going to go out and plaster it on social media or do this and that. Like, that's my safe environment is with my therapist. And I love it. Right. It's needed. So recap for our listeners. Thank you again for listening to the Richmond Talks podcast. If you're just tuning in or this is your first time. So if you've learned anything, I guess, Shakidra, what would you like to kind of just summarize the importance of letting go of hurt and pain? How would you summarize that for someone that's listening to us? I would just summarize it as saying, make a decision on if you want to continue to live the way you're living or live free. (laughs) And um, being able to live free is being able to let go and move forward. That is not who you, yes, it happened, but it doesn't have to be who you are. It doesn't have to be your identity. Um, And it's okay. And don't let the stigma or what society has put on you going to get help to stop you from getting help. And it is something that is so common in the African-American community. And there's nothing wrong with it. Go do it. Make it happen. Make it happen. Um, I would say the importance of it is, like you said, freedom. And also, I want you to understand if you're listening that forgiveness is a choice. Mm. We are not telling you that you have to forgive anyone. But if in your own free will, that person did something to you out of their own free will, but in your own free will, if you extend grace and forgiveness to them, it's freeing. It's a, a weight is, is lifted off you. And it's a lot of times allow you allows you to not have to focus on that pain during your healing process. Amen. Because honestly, healing is not something that even a couple of sessions with a therapist is going to fix. It is years. It took me years to come out of a lot of the darkness and depression and different things that I was in. So there's no short answer. There's no right or necessarily, I guess, wrong answer. But I would say it's it's something that when you are able to do it, when you're at that place, it's freeing. It's definitely freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, Shakira, oh. do you have... Um, our quote for today um <laughs> not girl I got one I always got a quote in the day. girl I know you do girl I know you do um <laughs> I think I may have two and one of them is from Frederick Douglass because of course he snatched my soul um <laughs> is, and he said I prayed for 20 years but received no answer until I prayed with my legs mm. and then George Washington Carver um, is start where you are with what you have, make something of it and never be satisfied. And I actually am going to read this quote. Uh, so I got two, two. Okay. So this quote is by Paul uh, Booth. And so it says, forgiveness does not change the past, but it does enlarge the future. So I think that Amen. that is powerful. Oh, we have to tell you guys about a promise. We are going to start something new. And with that, we're going to feature a business, hopefully on every few episodes is what we're going to start doing. And so we're going to feature a business by a young lady named Flavia Ross. She's a good friend of mine. Her business is Nature's Drizzle. 
Um, her website is naturesdrizzle.com. She is phenomenal. All these natural care products is the bomb. I use her products for my hair. <laughs> my scalp has not been this great since I started using her products. And my facial acne has been... Oh, there's not an amount of medication from a dermatologist that could have got this under control like her <laughs> natural products. <laughs> if you are looking for something natural that is for your body and your hair, get at her. Flavia Ross, naturesdrizzle.com. Thank you. All right. Thank you for that. And as always, let go of yesterday, focus on tomorrow, but dream big today. We're out. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.